The college basketball experience on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Shady Rays. SGPN is teaming up with Shady Rays for Shady May. Get 50% off your Shady Rays using promo code SGPN and then go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash shady for your chance to win $500. We're also brought to you by our Kentucky Derby Contest. Winner gets $100 SGPN gift card exclusively on the SGPN app. Welcome to the College Basketball Experience, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It is Thursday, May the 4th. May the 4th be with you. Cinco de Mayo coming up tomorrow. The transfer portal is hot like margaritas on Cinco de Mayo. My name is Moneyline Mac, and I am joined by my co-host tonight. By the way, Pick Dundee is protesting uh, the guy that we're going to talk about here in the headline going to uh, Kansas, Lawrence, Kansas. But I am joined by my co-host, Noah Beanick from the MLB Gambling Podcast, also the college baseball experience. Noah, how's it going, man? Are are you uh, in denial that Hunter Dickinson is now a Jayhawk? Uh, I still can't believe it's happened. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, is Colby in denial? Or are you in denial? I think all three of us. It's kind of just yeah. struck in a, 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 a vein in us or whatever. But yeah, I mean... Uh, thanks for having me on the pod. I can't wait to talk about some of these transfer portal news and a bunch of the players in their new landing spots. And yeah, well, that one I'm not thrilled to talk about, but I guess I can. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to ignore that one because it's been the headline all off season. Where's he going to go? <laughs> the like 34 day did it so we could talk about others. Yeah. That <laughs> and that stupid ass video that he put out. I mean, that was corny as hell. Oh I mean, I, I haven't seen this 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 stuff be so dumb since LeBron's decision back in 2010 where he took a month to decide and everybody knew where he was going. But nevertheless, he I, does I pick the Kansas the Jayhawks. I love the podcast prior to the announcement of the announcement. Mm-hmm. I thought it was all I thought it was all hilarious. Yeah. And, and by the way, everybody, Pick Dundee is not protesting uh Hunter Dickinson going to Kansas. He will be back, but he is out of the country. So you were stuck with Moneyline Mac and uh, 77 MB, Noah Beanick. So, uh, yeah, let's dive right into it, though. Hunter Dickinson, the Kansas Jayhawk, unfortunately, um, for me, uh, Big 12 ties, West Virginia guy. Hate seeing him go to Kansas. You, a Michigan Wolverine fan, die hard. You hate seeing him leave the Big Blue and then Colby, he just hates the transfer portal and guys leaving to go from Michigan to Kansas. Uh, well, I'll, I'll, I'll start with the Michigan side of things. What will you remember most about Mich- or, uh, Hunter Dickinson and his time in Ann Arbor? From Dickinson, I, I feel like some of the things that I'm going to remember most are um, just some, some of the games we had no business winning, and he literally had the ability to carry a team that couldn't shoot from the outside for two straight years to above 500 records to competing in the big 10 in both years. And we went to the elite eight with him and a sweet 16 and an NIT. You you always love to hear that, right? NIT was last. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, no, it, it's crazy. I see why he chose Kansas. I His reasons are he wants to win. So what better program to go to than Kansas all-time winningest program? Bill Self, arguably the best coach in college basketball. The Fog, arguably the best, or not probably arguably, the best atmosphere. The Big 12, once again, not arguably, the best league in America. So it's like he went to the best of the best, but it's like, Man, I, I I can't get on board with you going from Michigan to Kansas when your reason is you want to win when you're the main guy at, at, at Michigan. And I know he had other guys, Jed Howard, coach's son, Juwan Howard. You're coached by a Michigan legend in Juwan Howard. I don't know. I would have liked to see him stick it out in Michigan 
and just been a true Michigan guy, as you guys say in Ann Arbor. Yeah, Michigan man. It, it, it struck. It was a surprise to me when he announced because yeah. He, being a Michigan fan, you're just not used to this. Like mm-hmm. you, you see a ton of it from the mid major side of it, the low majors, or even some high majors that are middle of the road or lower end of their conference. Not Michigan, who is one of the bigger brands in college sports, in my opinion. It, it was, I, I think it's my first time with like a true star transferring, which is really just kind of gut wrenching. Cause you, you're just not prepared for that in college sports. You're like, Hey, we're getting this guy for, he was a three star. So we're like, Hey, we're getting this guy for two, three years. And he was a big man, pretty unathletic. Couldn't shoot from the outside in the beginning. It was like, okay, this guy's going to be, four years absolute stud maybe even a michigan legend and yeah just what has transpired here over the last i would call it two years of just underachievement from the team and that's somewhat forced him out or forced his hand into wanting to go to a better team that will allow him to compete for a championship where he thought he couldn't get one with michigan Yes. Uh, I mean, like I said, I see, I see the reasons why I hate, it doesn't mean I like it. I, I mean, <laughs> I'm on record saying I hate the transfer portal. I hate NIL. I, I hate it all, but it's not going anywhere. And quite frankly, nobody gives a damn what my opinion is. So uh, in terms of that, but I mean, Hunter Dickinson's now going to Kansas. Um, he's going to team up with Dewan Harris, arguably yeah. maybe not the best point guard in the country, but I would argue maybe the most consistent, steady point guard in the country from a defensive run-the-team standpoint. One of the best it, distributors. Correct, yeah. And there, then there's a crazy stat that you always send me if he scores four or more points or undefeated. So I'm like, <laughs> please score three or less. But, uh, I mean, this isn't the only thing that Kansas did in the portal. They had Arterio Morris from Texas. They had Nick Timberlake from uh, from Towson, who was a sharpshooter, team 40%. Where's Colby's gunshots for this Texas transfer? Come on now. Oh, it, the whole thing is sickening. But you know what? <laughs> I don't blame Morris because he wants to stay in the real league, uh, the Big 12, unlike that SEC crap. So uh, Texas will get their one one, uh, one last year in the real league, and then they'll go off to the SEC and probably win it every year. But uh, Kansas is absolutely loaded. I got them preseason number one. Um, I, I, It's hard for me to not – put them number one when they had the best big man arguably in college basketball Kansas never underachieves to be honest and Bill Self's the best coach in college basketball so that's kind of a recipe for number one in the country for me and they got good point guard playing Harris so where do you have them uh obviously they're on the top of the big 12 nation in the country what do you think top five top three number oh, one they're easy they're easy top five and honestly I was trying to think of it today prior to the show I'd probably have them one like i i legit yeah. think that you have a a top five point guard coming into the year you have a top five center coming into the year and you have shooting around both guys who need to get the ball down low one and bill self does an amazing job in scheming and being able to get his big men the ball um it goes to show throughout the years of all these big men that he had and Dewan Harris is going to be able to distribute to some shooters. You got guys that are going to be able to fill in that Grady, Grady Dick role. And who knows McCuller, he's not technically all the way out yet. He's still, I hope he doesn't too. come and back. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. And I, I think they are going to miss Jalen Wilson. They're going to miss Grady Dick. They're going to miss those wings, a the year before. But I really think that not having a true big, a true five-man like they've had when they've won their national championship with McCormick the year before, getting a guy like Dickinson in that offense where they depend so much on the high-low angles, throwing the ball over the top. Uh, they, they call it two game is what they what Bill Self. He got it from Billy Gillespie. They're going to use him like they use Azubuki um, and all those traditional bigs. Uh, Aldridge comes to mind, Collinson, the Morris twins. I mean, you take your name with Kansas. Uh, Dickinson is a throwback big for Kansas, and that's why I got them number one. Yeah, 100%. I'm in total agreement with you. I, I think it's, it's, I, I haven't 
completed or looked at and ranked some of these teams in the preseason here, but they just have to be number one stealing one of my favorite players <laughs> this year. So yeah. Yeah. I, I've well, got well, Kansas up there. Well, well, there's no reason to rank anybody yet because there's still about uh, a thousand names in the transfer yeah. portal and they still have a week before the transfer portal ends, which I got to get us paid right before we dive into our next team in the portal. We are brought to you by Shady Rays and Shady May, baby. Shady Rays is teaming up with the SGPM for Shady May, not only for an amazing 50% off, but you also get a chance to win $500. Shady Rays has you covered from the sun to the slopes, premium polarized shades, customizable snow goggles, and much more. Shady Rays has the most durable frames and extremely clear optics for outdoor adventures. That's not all. Shady Rays offers the most insane protection of eyewear, Everywhere with the sunglasses backed. If you lose one, you break one. You lose it in Columbia like Pick Dundee probably is right now. Who knows what he's doing down there south of the Caribbean. If you lose or break a pair, all you have to do is wear your Shady Rays with confidence because they know we have your back. Um, If you don't love them, exchange a new pair for free within 30 days. There's no risk when you shop at Shady Rays. Their their team always has our back. Go to ShadyRays.com and use the promo code SGPM for 50% off two-plus pairs of polarized sunglasses. Then take your receipt to the SportsGamblingPodcast.com slash Shady for your chance to win $500 Shady May contest. Yep. Uh, well, so Kansas is not the only winner in the portal so far. Um, honestly, I know everybody likes to call me the Big 12 bites, but the whole Big 12, I feel like, is winning the portal. <laughs> well, uh, I mean, you won't – I don't know if you'd be the one to brag about it, but there's a lot of word going around that West Virginia won this transfer portal. Uh, see, I don't like I don't like winning the transfer <laughs> you don't portal. Like the hype. <laughs> me, me personally, I like to be under the radar, so I was hoping like Kansas to keep getting these guys so we can fly under the radar. I'll tell you, he's not flying under the radar anymore. He's not at Oral Roberts. That's Max Asmus. Uh, I hate this move too. <laughs> this is like a double dagger. Uh, you get Dickinson to Kansas. You get Asmus to Texas. Uh Caden uh, Shedrick from Virginia goes over to Texas uh, a couple weeks back. Texas reloaded, man, and they bring in a talented freshman class. I mean, I think they're the clear cut number two in the Big 12. Yeah, is this proven that, you know, Rodney Terry can recruit too? It's not just all Chris yeah. Beard over there. We'll get to Chris Beard because Chris Beard's having a good portal <laughs> season too. Yeah, but I mean, oh man, Max Aismith just went to the, you know, the the dark the devil. I mean, come on, man. I mean, he, he went from one of. I mean, he's still going to be, and it's going to suck because he's wearing the burnt orange. But he's everybody's like little brother. Everybody's going to love him. And yeah. he's just, you know, he's playing for basically the Dallas Cowboys. He's going to be on national. He's going to be on ESPN every Saturday. It's going to be just annoying, but fun to watch. It is going to be fun to watch. And obviously they, they lose Marcus Carr, so he steps into that role. Uh, they're going to get Tyrese Hunter back. I think Dylan DeSue is going to be back from what it sounds like. Uh, so, I mean, you got to – Texas is going to be a top-10 team next year again. I, I And maybe a French top-five team if those pieces mesh together. I think the big question mark, like you said, Rodney Terry, first time he's going to be coaching um, without, well, like, his first new roster. It's not a roster that Chris Beard and ha- or, uh, basically handed off to him and he, he just coached him. I mean – they they had a ton of talent last year, and Rodney Terry did a phenomenal job. He earned that job, and I'm honestly glad he got the job because I thought he couldn't have done anything else other than not blow that damn lead to Miami and cost me money and, and the whole Big 12. But, uh, yeah, no, I mean, Rodney Terry, it's going to be interesting. Where do you, you think Texas top 10 again? I don't know. I haven't filled out my preseason rankings or even really looked at all these rosters compared to each other, but they would probably be put in the preseason top 10 because they're Texas. They have that brand name. It would be a pretty safe bet to just place them there. And you always just throughout the season, nobody's going to remember that you had Texas there because everybody else did. And when they fall out inevitably, you know, it's like just, Old times. It's like the Cowboys. No, they're the Cowboys. I mean, they, they had no business losing that Miami game. I mean, no. they should have won the game by 30, and then all of a sudden it's like you see them choking. It's like, 
holy shit, I feel like I'm watching the Dallas Cowboys just completely self-destruct. Um, I, I'm going to go to another Big 12 team right here, and we'll, we'll keep it. We'll keep it in the Lone Star State, and I think this team actually has had the most underrated transfer portal so far, especially from the Big 12 standpoint. TCU Horn Frogs. They get Avery Anderson from Oklahoma State. Pair him in the backcourt with Jameer Nelson. I know they lose Mike Miles. They're going to be really good again. They're going to be athletic, long. I, I think this is the sleeper team once again in the Big 12. I'm, I, I, I got to talk to Colby when he gets back. We're already buying stock into the TCU Horn Frogs under Jamie Dixon. Yeah, I mean, if there was one exception to him playing gunshot sounds, it's if TCU was on yeah. the good end of it. And <laughs> no doubt. I mean – you, like you mentioned, you mentioned they're athletic and they've got length, but they've got speed too. And that's something that a lot of teams just can't match. Completely agree. And I know they lost Eddie Lampkin. He goes to Colorado, but I mean, he was, he was in and out. He kind of turned into a head case by the end of the year. They are going to lose or miss Mike miles, but man, TCU just reloads. And uh, speaking of reloading, how about, uh, Taylor Perry goes from North Texas to K-State. You know, Jerome Tang, he likes those little guards. What do you think of that fit, man? Yeah, so it's T-Y-L-O-R. Taylor, Tyler, Tylor. I can't um, pronounce you, you. We don't do names well in the we college basketball yeah. experience. But, I mean, dude. He's big, a lefty and he can play. I can tell you that. I wish I tough could rag on you starting off this countdown on all Big 12 teams. But it <laughs> only makes sense because, I mean, this is another home run get. And he's literally just reincarnated. I mean, Jerome Tang yeah. is easily one of my favorite coaches in the game right now. And I think he hit another home run with this with this one. Yeah, no, I and it, they're they're bringing in uh, a talented freshman class. Obviously, the foundations laid down. I mean, you you are right about. Uh, <laughs> I am being Big Twelve biased right out of the gates. We haven't we haven't recorded here in a couple weeks, but the Big Twelve is is dominating the portal. Like every time I scroll through, it's like, oh, Kansas got somebody, Texas got somebody, uh, Oklahoma got a McCollum the other day. I mean, we like you said, we haven't even talked about West Virginia because uh, they kind of hit the portal early, and we covered those in previous episodes. Um, but I, I, th I think up top, Kansas, Texas, K-State, TCU, West Virginia, those five, probably five of the top ten teams in the portal so far. Yeah, 100%. Um, Houston, too. Yeah, I, yeah, Houston brings over LJ Cryer. You know, <laughs> it, and, and Baylor – always is good with the under-the-radar guys in the portal. When they got Teague from Asheville, um, they got – I'm throwing a blank who else they got. Um, it, was, it was in that class. It was not Vital. Um, actually, no, Vital started at a, a, at a small – Vital was Juco, right? Yeah, he was a Juco guy. Um, they had another Juco kid, I think, too. JTT was a Juco guy. Yeah. And um, – oh, Flagler. Flagler was a Presbyterian. That was the oh, other one. Go. So yeah, sometimes when Baylor when Baylor's uh, dealing with those under the radar kids, that's those are their kind of guys. So, all right, I gotta get us paid one more time, Noah, before we wrap up these transfer portal and dive into some scheduling because Dundee, we got some big time scheduling. Unfortunately, we got some more corporate uh, college basketball games that he'll love. But we are brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog Fantasy, the best ball mania is here, and Underdog Fantasy is giving away $15 million in prizes plus plenty of ways to win with the NBA, NHL, MLB, and player prop parlays. Sorry, I can't talk. Head over to underdogfantasy.com and use promo code SGPM for 100% deposit bonus up to $100. That's underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN. And, of course, it is the Derby weekend, the first Saturday in May. Kentucky Derby and the Notorious OTB brought to you by the Sports Gambling Podcast Network for all your Triple Crown bets, plus leave a review for the show wherever you get your podcast between now and Belmont Saturday, June the 10th, and you'll enter a drawing to win a uh, print of the Wolves' one-of-a-kind Fallen Bob painting. It's post time. Let's go. And we have a bonus contest exclusively on the SGPN app. Winner gets a $100 SGPN gift card. 
All right, man. Back into the transfer portal. One week to go, by the way, till they can pull their name out. All right, no more Big 12 teams for a minute. Uh, let's go to Gonzaga, who may be in the Big 12 in a couple <laughs> years. Nemhard uh, goes from Creighton to Gonzaga. Graham White goes from Wyoming to Gonzaga. Drew Timmy, he's technically not coming back, but it's not over till it's over. What do you think of the Zags so far this offseason? They're doing what they always do, and I love the Nemhard yeah. Nemhard fit. You know, they're going right back yeah. to the bloodline. Seems like, uh, I mean, it seems like a perfect fit. So, uh, Gonzaga, is it safe to say you, the, you have them as the preseason favorite in the West Coast Conference, right? <laughs> yeah, I think you got to be drug tested <laughs> if you don't have fucking Gonzaga. I think it's, I think it's crazy. I think Gonzaga kind of flew under the radar with Nemhard. I think everybody penciled in that it was going to be Arizona because of Tommy Lloyd, but everybody forgot where Tommy Lloyd was when he coached the other Nemhard, Gonzaga. So Mark View swoops in, baby, like that one night in, uh, what was it, Montana? Get, gets it done. That's <laughs> uh, Yeah, Idaho. That's where it was. It was Idaho. But, hey, that's a good gift for uh for 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 the Zags, I mean, I, they struggled last year at the point guard position. I thought that's why they kind of not had a down year. I mean, they went to the Elite Eight still, but they for Gonzaga standards, they weren't as good as they had been in the past. Yeah, I agree with you. And it was that guard position because it was kind of same issue that Michigan had. You have your star player as a center, but there's no way to get him the ball. He's not athletic enough to dribble it up really himself you have to have a distributor you have to have guys around him you can't just have one guy and it be your center on your team um and this team if they can grab timmy back this is a national title contender right no doubt no doubt i but, i don't know i don't know why he wouldn't come back i yeah, still neither, neither do i but they have ben greg too ben yeah. greg is just as good they yeah ben he is he i don't know if he's as good but he is pretty damn good but drew <laughs> tibby they don't have six foot nine unathletic white guys with with uh with mustaches that and beer guts in the nba that player doesn't exist in the nba anymore shout out to the chat uh trevor it is big 12 variety hour baby let's go um <laughs> up with the national title talk for gonzaga too yeah, well, yeah, they well, you know, they're not going to win it because they always choke, but uh, they're in the talk every year. They, they, well, they're always in the discussion, but we know they won't get it done. Speaking of who's always in discussion, uh, I, I'm surprised some people are probably putting them as a the number one seed next year. North Carolina Tar Heels <laughs> coming off the NIT bid slash refuse the NIT bid. Caleb Love is out, he's a Michigan Wolverine. Yeah, that's a win in the portal. That is a win in the portal. What, what do you think of him going to Michigan? I don't like it at all. And I think that pushed Dickinson out even further because that's I agree. That's a guy that is going to demand his shot. And Dickinson growing up with Baycott, uh, yeah. you know, they talked about that and Baycott didn't like love. So why would Dickinson stay? I think that one pushed him out even further. But yeah, that's uh, losing love in the portal. That's a win. <laughs> I agree, and especially with him and Davis, the girlfriend argument last year. Nobody could agree whose girlfriend was who. I didn't know what the hell was going on other than we were betting the shit out of uh, against North Carolina. And, you know, I feel like we were ahead of the curves being like, North Carolina is not an NCAA tournament team. I don't know why anybody is putting them in the – well, I guess I shouldn't even say that because somehow, some way, they were the third team that was out with one quad one win the whole year. But that's uh, that's that ACC bias that I went down a, that I could go down a rabbit hole for another three hours that nobody wants to hear on May the fifth. Um, yeah, we did a show on that early February, calling the ACC just an overrated conference. And hey, what do you know? <laughs> wait, wait, I I'll tell you what, we were right on. Other than Miami got lucky and against Pitt. Drake. Oh, Pitt sucked. Don't even give me started. <laughs> don't even give me start on that team. Pitt won two games in the tournament too. We're not talking about Pitt. They, I even, they're not even doing anything in the portal, and they lost their entire roster. Um, I they landed hey, one guy, but I can't remember. <laughs> they got those stupid twins. I forget their names. Uh, the 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 French kids, right? 
Oh, I, I, I like Guerrero's I gr- Gorilla. <laughs> I'm drawing a blank <laughs> on their names. The Scarecrows. That's what I called them the entire time in Vegas. But anyway, hey, Carolina's got Ingram coming over from Stanford, Cormac Ryan from Notre Dame, Wojcik, um, and Withers. What do you think of the Tar Heels so far in the portal? I. It's more under the radar, which I like because they were so public last year after the season. But I don't know. I'm. I don't know how much Baycott. What am I trying to say? I don't know how much Baycott is really all in on being a North Carolina Tar Heel. I think he likes being there. He likes getting paid with NIL. I also don't know how good a coach Hubert Davis is. I would say that this roster is better than last year's. And that might be a bull yeah. take since last year's was the number one team in the country in the preseason. But wild. yeah, I mean, you still have RJ Davis, who's the better of the two star guards, and you have your best player returning back and Armando Baycott. And then you're adding Harrison Ingram and Cormac Ryan, who are good shooters with size. I, I can't like every team's moves in the entire off season, but North yeah. Carolina is kind of like lower tier flying under the radar, kind of like what you mentioned, but it's North Carolina. So they're not going to fly under the radar. I just can't find the right term for it. If you know what I mean? The only, if I had to nitpick, which I don't like, they brought guys from losing programs, Ingram from Stanford, Ryan from Notre Dame, Withers from Louisville. All those guys were part of losing last year. I don't know. I still don't think that they have secured that Brady Manic role. That really was why they kind of went on that run. And we saw last year Nance comes over from Northwestern. He wasn't that guy, but we shall see. And not I that mean, guy, you're, Bell. you're not that guy. No, 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 <laughs> no, no, no doubt. Um, moving along, a couple good guards on the move. Aaron Estrada is going from Hofstra to Alabama. We know he's going to have the ball uh, in his hands. In Alabama, Tuscaloosa, don't bring your gun. Hopefully, to uh, to wherever you you're going, since they had yeah. another incident. And don't don't call your buddies telling them the place best either in a different state. You can't do that either. Oh, well, I that, that that's worse than a, being a part of a murder. But that's oh, what happens when it? you. That's what happens when you're not. That's what happens when you're nine and twelve in the SEC in baseball versus a top three team in the country in uh, in basketball. Hey, wrong place, wrong time. I don't know what you're talking about. That's that's a that's a stellar athletic department over there, isn't it? Oh, it's integrity. I don't know what you're talking about. Nick Saban's Uh, got a lot of integrity too. The one name, the one name that I was thinking of is Ishmael Leggett from Rhode Island, transferred into Pitt. He's okay. Oh, he's just gonna be terrible. They, <laughs> we'll see. We'll cover Pitt here in a, in a couple episodes. I don't want to talk about them. I'm enjoying my. They, they haven't done enough to be talked yeah. about. Yet. NC State's having a decent portal. We'll save that one for Colby. But uh, <laughs> I, I so with Alabama, I don't think that this gets talked enough. They had three guys, three assistant coaches get head coaching jobs at Arkansas State, Georgia Southern, and Kennesaw State. So Nate Oates has a entire new coaching staff. He gets clunch from a uh, nickel state. Who's going to be his associate head coach, but this is going to be an interesting year for Nate Oates losing Brandon Miller. Obviously we know Brandon Miller wrong place, wrong time, but Brandon Miller was a hell of a player. I mean, yeah. he, he's going to be a top five pick for a reason. And I, and he loses his whole coaching staff. So I think Bama might be a prime candidate for some regression and a step back this year. What do you think? I think certainly. I mean, going from like hands down one seed for the back half of the year last year, it's easy to predict that they might be a team due for some regression. And your point about a bunch of assistant coaches taking head coaching jobs, that one I that one never even came across my timeline. Never even caught that. And that's something that I think you have a great eye for being a former coach. And I mean, what kind of impact is that gonna truly have on this coaching staff? Uh big because I mean Nate Oates, he brought those guys over from uh his right hand man was Hawkson, um, who coached the TBT team, but blue collar you and he was with him at Buffalo. 
the other guy, Charlie Henry, he just got the job at Georgia Southern. He was they coached in high school together because Nate Oates is a high school coach. Yeah. So now he's bringing over guys that maybe he doesn't know as well. Do they have his back? I mean, it's a good thing probably that he had those guys last year dealing with that Brandon Miller thing to keep the team together, keep the locker room together. I think that's a huge thing. I don't think that gets talked about enough just with the assistant coaches on the move. I mean, we saw what happened with Jerome Tang leaving Baylor. Yeah, Baylor still had a good year, but I think we can all agree Baylor was not the same program this year as, as previous years. Yeah, and they had they were talking about it. It was a little bit of an issue in the beginning of the Big 12 play, just out of timeouts. Uh, mm-hmm. Jerome Tang was one of the best to, to do it and did it for um, – Scott Drew Baylor. Yeah. With Scott Drew. So it was kind of like an adjustment there that they, it took them some time. So yeah, it, it probably makes a big impact here. Yeah. I, I think it, it gets talked about a lot in football just because you got your offensive coordinator and defensive coordinator, but for some, you're right. For some reason, college basketball coaching changes go way under the radar. Maybe it's just because we don't see as much where a guy goes from, like Kirby Smart goes from Alabama to Georgia. And it's like, you you got to talk about that. I know Tang last year went from Baylor to K-State, but we had not seen that a lot in the past. Usually you got to go down a level, work your way back up. But nonetheless, yeah, uh, Nate Oates has a new staff coming in. I think he's still got one more spot to fill. We'll see what happens. Uh, speaking of coaches, the other guy that left and had success right away was Tommy Lloyd um, going from Gonzaga to Arizona two years ago. He's got Jaden Brad or Jaden Bradley coming over from uh, Alabama point guard. So he uh, fills that void of Kirk Cresha going to Morgantown musical chairs at the point guard position <laughs> in the portal. What do you think of this one? Bradley headed to Arizona. I think it's an upgrade from Kerr. Sorry, Mac. I don't hate that angle. <laughs> yeah, I, I I don't mind Kerr. I but I he has his defensive deficiencies. Yeah. So yeah, we'll see. I, I think, um, I, 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 is he a better shooter too? I, I think he is. Bradley. He, yeah. Well, Kerr, Kerr is so streaky. Kerr, 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 Kerr's got a lot of Eric Stevenson in him, in my, in my opinion. <laughs> so, so yeah. I mean, it's. It, I think a change of scenery is also good for Kerr Kreisha. Like. Says he wants to play defense now. Well, you're going to go to a coach that's going to make you play defense. So maybe a change of scenery is better for Kirk Kreisha. So, but I, I do like Jaden Bradley. Good fit there in Arizona. I'll tell you a team that I like what they're doing quietly. TJ Bamba and and Hakeem Hart going over to Villanova. I think Villanova is going to be a lot better in year number two under Kyle Neptune. Yeah, Hart's from Maryland, right? He was one of their big guys. Yeah, he uh, he killed us in the tournament. He mm-hmm. had a couple of those loose balls. Yeah, that's a big. That's a he's a Villanova player. He plays mm-hmm. like those Nova guys. Yeah, uh, pretty good gets for Villanova, I, I would say. Um, I would I would have to take a look at some other Big East rosters right now to truly know how they stack up with these two guys. But yeah. uh, you know, Phil Eric Dixon's gone. Right, so mm-hmm. fills in there. Um, who did who do they return from that team? Who Villanova? Villanova yeah. brings back. Villanova brings a lot back. Um, because Vill, Villanova was Daniel young. Gone? Um, I believe Daniel. No, Dixon actually has another year. And Whit, Dixon's got Whit, a year. Whit, Whitmore gone. Whitmore's going to go to the draft. Um, they're gonna lose Slater. Um, who else did they lose? Is Justin Moore staying? Justin Moore, I think, has a COVID senior year because he was injured. So I think they they got one more year, Justin Moore. So they're and and they have a good class coming in. And I don't know if they're done in the portal. So I I trust the culture of that program, but I think that they it hurt that they didn't get Dickinson. They really wanted Dickinson. Yeah, which. So they would have had Dickinson and Dixon. And yeah. did you did you see if Daniels is returning? Is he coming back? Um, Daniels, I believe. Front court would really be loaded. 
Uh, I, I can't remember if Daniels was a COVID senior or a real senior. We got one more year of this COVID senior shit where <laughs> it says you're a senior, but you still have another year, a.k.a. Kevin McCuller. Um, he, uh, no, he's done because he started okay. at Tulane, so he's so been in college been... five years. Yeah, he's gone. So. I got Dixon and Daniels confused. That's what I did. Yeah. It's, I mean, it all blends the same. You, uh, who knows what, what year's Dickinson? They said he's still got two years. Dickinson, he's got two years. How the hell is that even possible? Um, and Timmy's still got another year. Uh, freaking Oscar Sheboy's probably got three years left. I mean, everybody's got eligibility left. Uh, a couple more just going down to the transfer. Uh, let's touch on some guys that are in their first years that have kind of. I mean, you, you got to turn over a roster quick. Let's go to Chris Beard, uh, the dust up in Oxford. We got Jamarian Sharp, the seven foot five guy from Western Kentucky, shop blocker. Good fit for Chris Beard down there in Oxford. Austin Nunez and Brandon Murray going to Ole Miss. So, um, Chris Beard making a splash, and you're number one in uh, in Oxford. I think I think that they're going to be a fringe NCAA tournament team next year. They should be. I mean. You looked at the Western. He always Kentucky, wins. You looked at the Western Kentucky roster, and they should have been better with Sharp, uh, true rim defender down low. And then you're adding Brandon Murray. He was an NBA player, but Georgetown was just coached by Pat Ewing. <laughs> and then, oh god, I don't, I don't know what I, I don't know what to expect from Austin Nunez. He was really kind of a role player over there at Arizona State, but mm-hmm. uh, you know Murray and Sharp, I think, are two really big additions to this team. Yeah. And Ole Miss had talent last year. I mean, I thought that they, watching them, I thought they had talent. It just, they kind of quit on Kermit Davis. So I, I think I think Beard's going to get this thing turned around quickly. And he's back kind of in an environment that I think he's always, like, he's a, he's a chip-on-the-shoulder, blue-collar kind of guy. Texas, I know he went to Texas, but... Texas didn't really fit him, in my opinion. I thought he was more of a Texas Tech guy, and I think Ole Miss, culture-wise, is more similar to Lubbock. Um, Mark Matson and Cal. How about Fardaz following back to his uh, Utah Valley days? They got Keontae Kennedy going over, Michael Meadows. Could the Cal, Berkeley, Bears, uh, nah, they're not going to the NCAA tournament, but <laughs> could, they, could they go to the NIT in year number one? Man, so you're pinning this question like, okay, so who are the teams that they're better than in the Pac-12? Oregon State, that Stanford. <laughs> uh, it's Oregon State, Stanford, and Stanford in year number twenty-seven of the Jared Haas era. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe like was Utah have coming back this year? Maybe Utah. Utah's well coached though with Craig Smith. Colorado's greatly improved. And they're well coached with Thad Moyle. Like or Thad Cal's, Boyle. Cal's gonna come in eighth in this conference. <laughs> well, that's better than four and thirty, so that's an improvement for uh for Mark <laughs> Matson. Yes, Gary Kay in uh the, the chat. The tree huggers, they are gonna be better than the tree huggers. Uh <laughs> the tree the tree huggers are not doing much in the portal either. I don't know. This I think this has got to be. I'd never root for anybody to get fired or lose their job, but this has got to be it for Jared Haas. We thought it was last year. I thought it was two years ago. <laughs> so I don't know. And he just keeps going like 14 and 18, and it's like, all right, another year. We don't give a shit about athletics. We're Stanford, but yeah. Um, he missed his opportunity to get the Cal job too. I know that that well, that's what was crazy is is Madsen played at Stanford. So I mean I thought that was going to be a home run hire coming over from Utah Valley. Did a great job, but yeah, I mean, ever since the last can, couple of years, can the court coaches kind of like get into a, do, a, do a transfer a portal too? Yeah. Do I don't know, man. Too? It, the bottom line is Stanford just doesn't give a shit anymore. They're like, <laughs> fuck athletics. It doesn't matter. I, 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 they live in, they beat to their own drum, but, uh, I'll tell you, he was making a splash. Big 10 country, the Penn state and Nittany lions. They got they got Wahab coming over from Georgetown. They got Puff Johnson from North Carolina, Hicks or Zach Hicks, Kevin Najee, Nick Kern, and of course Ace Baldwin from VCU. Penn State is a NCAA tournament candidate if all these transfers can mesh under uh in year number one of Mike Rhodes. And he brought his whole staff over 
which I think is important to have some culture and chemistry from day number one in Happy Valley. In a state of the Big Ten that we have no idea who really kind of the third to 10th best team in this conference is going to be, Penn State's got a great chance to be a top five team in this conference. They hit home runs all over the place. Like you mentioned, Mike Rhodes and Ace Baldwin, along with the rest of the coaching staff coming over from VCU. It, so it feels like it's going to be VCU of the Big Ten. And yeah, you add a, a, a front court presence in Wahab, and Puff Johnson got hot at the right time for North Carolina last year when they needed him. Just a couple of role players, a couple of stars. This is a good team. I think they could be what Maryland was last year where they got better and better and better in the Big Ten under Willard. They got the guard. They got the veteran lefty point guard and ace ball with. And I think maybe it's just because Maryland played faster and they pressed a little bit that they were so much different than all the slow dinosaur teams in the Big Ten, <laughs> as I think you called it one night, is I think you bring a little bit of speed and it, you're just different than everybody. And I think it sets you up for more success in March too. Aircraft carriers. Um, Aircraft carriers. That was a damn term. <laughs> um, I think they could be the Northwestern of the Big Ten. Yeah. I, I think they could be a little bit better than what Maryland was last year. Could be. I My only comparison was because it was Willard's first year. Willard's it's Mike first Ro- year. It's okay. Rhodes' first year. So that it was, was Northwestern's they- first tourney appearance or second. So Yeah. With the way that they showed up, you would have thought that it was their first year of their program uh, down the stretch after not attending games for seven years. Um, but, yeah, no, Northwestern. Big Ten's going to be interesting. You know, I had a thought the other day, and I was working out, and I was like, no, this is not going to happen. I was like, Purdue might win it all next year. I had like a, 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 a thought. They need if Edie. Edie comes back, I'm like, they bring back their guards. Edie comes back. Lose to a 16 seed like Virginia. Then they go on a run. Matt Painter uh, gets rid of all his demons. And I'm like, no, nah, it's not going to happen. Purdue's not going to get it done. <laughs> you were thinking this two weeks ago. I was thinking this four months ago. I was like, <laughs> I love this Purdue team, but it might be too early. I yeah. kept saying it. <laughs> like, just the youth with the guard play. I love, I love how they're committed to the defensive game. But it... it I don't know. Fuck Fairleigh Dickinson. Fuck. Fairleigh. <laughs> That's your team, Fair Dick. Everybody loves Fair Dick. Hey, uh, they could be my team now. I I just don't like Anderson. I don't I don't like the way that he showed up. Uh, Dustin May. That's it. Oh yeah, you don't like Iona now. So uh, yeah. Fi- uh, final team in the portal. Um, Stoudemire down in Atlanta. I, I don't know if he he's going more quantity over quality. <laughs> um, they brought in about five or six guys that didn't, didn't do much at the previous stuff. Damari Abraham, uh, Kawasi Reeves, a Benzer Dewana. I mean, they got some names here that, uh, good, good. We gotta, we gotta give uh, Colby this preview to, to try and pronounce <laughs> his Georgia tech roster over under nine and a half wins for us. Uh, Sotomayor, you're number one in, uh, Atlanta. <laughs> Oh, it's probably it's probably an over, but I know what we're doing here. I, yeah, it's a rebuilding year. That's the nice way to put it. I think that is a nice way of putting it. So, yeah, no, I mean that kind of covers the portal uh, portion of it. Um, let's dive into some scheduling. Of course, my scheduling tab just disappeared. Um, I got <laughs> it right. Where'd it go? I where I saw a tournament. Um. Hold on, with bear with me real quick. I just had it up. Live podcasting, folks. There you go. Yeah, especially when your internet collapses. All right, so we'll lead it off in the 2023 preseason NIT. Hey, we got some pit action here because the Pit Panthers are going to go 0-2 in the NIT. Just kidding. Uh, not really, though. Um, They're playing. I, they may not have shown the draw yet, but Florida's there, too. <laughs> yeah, it's it's Baylor, Florida, Oregon State, Pitt. Uh, Pitt could be or Oregon State. Probably could. Probably looking at what a Baylor Florida final. Didn't wait. Didn't Pitt play in that? No, they played in the Barclays last year. Yeah, Pitt was in the Barclays with Michigan, Arizona State, and VCU. Yeah, I do. Remember. Which this yeah, is Pitt, a, this is Pitt went zero two. 
Yeah, they did. This is at the same place, just different tournament name, correct? Yes. They they I can't remember which it's one. It's in they Brooklyn, in. right? Yes. Yep. Yeah, this one's in Brooklyn. So um next up on the scheduling, we got the Bahamar Bahamas Hoops Championship. This this is a good field. This is an underrated field. Miami, probably a top ten team. Kansas State, probably gonna be in the top twenty-five somewhere. Providence, life after Ed Cooley with Kim English and Mike White of the Georgia Bulldogs. That's a good field. That is a good field. Um what what are you what are you thinking of this one? I have I don't have much to add on the on who I think is going to come out of it. I mean, if you yeah, had to probably going to have a K State Miami championship, yeah, yeah, Mike Snow White, um, maybe a sleeper here. Oh, Colby's going to hate anything in the, Have they done anything in the portal here? The Bulldogs quiet moves, but I, yeah. I think mainly it's just year number two. So I think that they'll take a slight step up. I mean. Mike, that was just a good year in uh in Florida. They went to the Elite Eight, plus South Carolina, baby. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. Of course, you know football pops up first, but uh, what a joke! <laughs> <laughs> I, I type in Georgia Bulldogs basketball in a football, pops and they're up. like Kirby Smart. Did you see what he said at the press conference? They they they, they got about 17 quarterbacks that could yeah. play for him. Yeah, um, Stetson Bennett to so, L.A. Ram. RJ Melendez. Uh, it's kind of the biggest men, um, biggest. Yeah. Yeah. I saw that one the other day. I don't um, know how I feel about it. Um, they, they ranted, uh, Russell Chua, a big man from South Florida. They'll probably and finish around like 500. They got, uh, Jalen Deloach from VCU. Deloach, are, VCU. Yeah. Those are three that they got. Uh, Trevor in the chat. Uh, Georgia was solid. They, they did. Yeah, they they had a good first year under Mike White. Um, I believe what they finish seventeen and sixteen. We started backing him in February. I want to say we we thought they could maybe backdoor an NCAA tournament appearance. At one they time had, we did. Yep, they, they finished sixteen and sixteen. Yeah, they kind of stumbled down the stretch. Um, oh, Colby's gonna hate this game right here. We got a doubleheader in Toronto, Canada. On hey. December 9th, we got Purdue, Alabama, which that's a hell of a matchup, and TCU, Clemson. TCU and Purdue final. I don't I don't think it's a tournament. I think it's just a doubleheader. Oh, it's, it's just TCU. a showcase game. So you got Purdue, Alabama, TCU, Clemson. Right. TCU and Purdue Moneyline Parlay. I'm booking it right now. There you go. You heard it first. Um I did see one more. I, FAU oh, got it. How about that for a recruiting pitch? Yeah. TVDVJ. Edie's yeah. definitely coming back for that Toronto game. Oh, yeah. No, I didn't even think about Edie going back. That's why they probably scheduled it. Edie, come on, man. <laughs> come you on. don't want to play come for the back. fucking Raptors. Come play for us in Canada. Yeah. Um, come back for one more game. Did you see FAU? Uh, got into uh, the tournament in Orlando, yeah. the, the Disney one. They're joining the field of Texas A&M, Boise State, Penn State, Virginia Tech, Iowa State, Butler, and VCU. So shout out to FAU. They that are thing's loaded. Yeah. I heard FAU is also one of the first teams in the Barstool uh, Invitational, too. I, they are. Really tweeted that out. I kind of I, – I don't want to be a hater. I kind of think they're going to take a step back. FAU? Yeah, I, I I feel like just the target being on their back, all the hype coming into the off season. I don't know. I still think that I still think they're going to be an NCAA tournament team. I just worry that who it would be Memphis and Wichita mm-hmm. and the American that would be the real hurdles for them. Houston's gone. I just Maybe East Carolina. Especially in the NIL era, though, I, just with 18 to 22-year-olds, the the hype, the fame goes to their heads. They're not the same guys that they were the previous year. I don't know. Maybe Dusty May I, continues I, to roll that thing, man. I still don't know if they've gotten the hype they deserve. I really don't. That could be fair. I mean, they they they, they had a hell of a run. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I, I see you uh, on on Twitter. I, I've jumped into the game, too. I mean, come on, what the hell? Like, this NBA playoffs team, the best teams aren't winning? They're not going to get to the finals? Like, what's going on here? Oh, it's great. Yeah. Finally. Like, what? People were talking about this NCAA tournament, March Madness, Final Four. No one seeds, no two seeds. What's going J- on? J- uh, Jimmy Butler would have been a great uh, uh, March Madness guy. Or he was great. He was great at uh, Marquette. What am I saying? Yeah, yeah he, 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 him, Jay Crowder, uh, Johnson Odom. They had some teams there. Yeah. Buzz Williams, the Buzzsaw. Yeah, but yeah. The good old days. That, that was pre Virginia Tech Buzz. TVDBJ well, goes, John L. Davis will not let it go to his head. He's got a good head on his shoulders. I hope so. I I, I really do. I, I like Boca Raton, the old folks home. But uh, yeah, man, that'll uh, that'll that'll wrap it up for this edition of the College Basketball Experience scheduling transfer portal. Um, me and Noah Beanick will be uh, coming to you live here shortly to cover some diamond action college baseball because we are what? How many weeks till Omaha? Four. Uh, Omaha is six. Six? Yeah, four from the NCAA tournament, three from conference championships. Damn. That season, this season's flown by. But so, yeah, set your calendars or not, not your calendars. Set your uh, alarm clock for 15 minutes from now. Your reminders. Go make a sandwich. Go go crack yourself a cold beer, whiskey, whatever you want to do. We'll come back here in about 15, 20 minutes to cover some college baseball. Remember, we all come together on YouTube at the College Experience. Like, subscribe. Come on, man. What are you doing? We're bringing you live content all year long. College football, college basketball, college baseball. And don't forget to subscribe to the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. You got any last thoughts before we turn it over to baseball, Noah? Uh, no, I don't. Just, uh, you know, Alabama, some peaches in that athletic department right so uh yeah just let it ride for me you said it best we'll see you on the other side in the on the diamond and don't forget to let it ride